Welcome to the Performance Podcast. This is your fearless host and leader, Sean Kirby with the Performance Group. I want to take a second to say thank you for tuning in. Our intention behind this podcast is to give you the opportunity to learn more about us individually and as a company. And with that being said... So in this episode, we sat down and talked to Jay Hubble, the owner of CrossFit Pendleton. Uh, Jay and I actually recorded an initial podcast in January of um, this year. And it never got posted because the audio was completely, um, it just sounded terrible. Most of that, 100% of that, it's my fault. So we went ahead and did a special recording um, in regards to the COVID-19 slash coronavirus and how it's impacting his um, fitness business and how what he and um, his team is doing to kind of combat that for, for their members. So um, actually after this quick um, 20 minutes with him we inserted the audio from our original podcast and I think there's a lot of really cool information about Jay on there so I'd love you guys would uh, go ahead and listen to this to the end I think you'll love it yo yo action um so we spoke in January um we sat down we kind of walked through your history and the background of the gym uh CrossFit yeah. Pendleton and the audio sucked. Um, I think there were some technical difficulties when I did it um, before I had somebody else set it up for me, so that's on me. Um, so we're going to actually chop up the audio from that one and put it at the end of this quick conversation. But I think you actually have some better points and things that are maybe a little bit more relevant as a business owner during COVID-19. Um, one, how are you and how is uh, your quarantine? Our uh, our quarantine is just fine. We got our nice little cozy house here with me and Sarah and Miss Bentley. So we're uh, we're posted up, getting our home workouts in. Um, Sarah's knocking out her uh, her kindergarten daily lessons with her class uh, here at the kitchen table where I'm currently sitting, and we are every Tiger King Ozark possible we are we're checking off the list so we're doing so far just fine ask me in a couple weeks i'm probably gonna be uh feel differently wanting to yeah a little stir crazy you guys are still married though right we're still married i think our marriage is is stronger for quarantine once again ask me in two weeks that could be a a different statement (laughs) we'll see she's sitting right there so i gotta be extra careful with your answers yeah. yeah, I had to run to the garage just so I didn't say anything yeah, wrong. Yeah, I saw that. That's a smart move. <laughs> so um, a good question would be, how has COVID-19 impacted your business um, being a gym, being a fitness center? So I would say to take it back like two weeks ago, we were actually in Florida um, while this started to get um, kind of bad. And down in Florida, you would not, have known anything was going on so it was really hard for myself and us to get an idea on really how bad it was getting here Uh, i feel as if we tried to stay open probably as long as we uh probably should have um one being there weren't any active uh covid um people that had it in madison county um and then two uh they hadn't put 
any like mandatory closures for gyms or anything um, at the time while we were down in Florida. We come back and both of those things had changed. So we actually made the decision before they made it mandatory to to close our doors um, last Thursday. So it's been almost 10 days. And so far, I mean, it's definitely different because we don't have our our daily classes that we're used to teaching. Um, But, and I can't say how blessed we feel for this, uh, but for our our memberships, um, it hasn't it hasn't affected it too much. We've had a few people uh, pause their memberships, which I understand. Uh, but we're trying to really kind of bump up our our virtual interacting with our members. We have a private Facebook group that we uh, do daily at home workouts. Uh, before we had the the big time self quarantine, uh, we had an equipment sign out to where people could come get dumbbells, uh, wall balls, kettlebells, all that good stuff, just to allow them to have at least one piece of equipment. A lot of our workouts that we've been programming, uh, we keep that in mind where we, we know people don't have a whole lot of equipment, so they can either do it with one, like let's say a dumbbell, or even something laying around the house. Uh, we've been doing some stuff with filling weight into backpacks, using it as a... Uh, like a ruck pack or even just picking it up off the ground, putting it overhead type of thing. So with that, we, uh, we're hanging in there. I think, like I said, our, our members are amazing. They've stuck with us. They've been super loyal and we're extremely appreciative for that. So. Well, absolutely. Yeah. That was a very good answer. Cause it blew through my next three questions. Oh, um, shoot. Sorry. So we're done, no, we're done here. Are we done? Thank you for coming. Um, yeah. I appreciate grabbing coffee, coffee with you. No, yeah, so my question was going to be, <clears throat> you guys are on a mandatory shutdown, correct? Yeah, yeah. And is that coming from the health department or is that coming from the state? Uh, it, so directly from Madison County Health Department. The people, I think, got kind of confused initially because Marion County um, – Governor Holcomb came out with something on Marion County in Indianapolis. And I think some people took that as uh, statewide, which if you look at the map, Marion County from the get-go has been significantly higher on their amount of COVID cases. Uh, So initially it was Marion County. And then I want to say it was, it was really, like I said, we made our announcement and then we got, the news from Madison County shortly after. So I want to say it was like Wednesday evening, Madison County. Uh, I want to say gyms, bowling alleys, really anything that would be more on that that entertainment slash recreational side. They did the the mandatory shutdown on. So what were, we're your not, initial? I thoughts? guess CrossFit's not essential. Like what the <laughs> WTH? Well, uh, unless you're an actual CrossFit person, yeah, then it's the most important thing to you. Yeah. But when you first got the mandate that you guys were going to have to shut your doors, it's just like it wasn't your decision. Obviously, your decision was part of it. But when somebody tells you to shut your business down, what were your initial thoughts? You know, I especially once we had gotten back and kind of seen the uh, the craziness, like I said, in Florida, you would not have known anything was going on unless you were just following uh, through the news. 
so once we got back and we saw like the significance um, and the importance of getting people away from each other, we we knew what we had to do as much as we didn't want to do it. Uh, we knew just for our our duties, um, being members of the society and the whole flattening of the curve, we knew uh, that's what we wanted to do, even though um, it was mandatory we had to do it. Uh, like I said, we had already made our announcement before they told us we had to do it. I think just getting that, that email from them, one, it made us probably feel a little bit better about closing our doors because we did have, I don't know, we had some members that were not upset, but they were definitely disappointed because they were still coming to classes. Uh, so it kind of just justified it for us. Uh, so it, it made it almost better. Uh, but two, it just it just emphasized even more how serious this has gotten. And yeah. uh, we were all about, I mean, I, I talk about it all the time in our, our classes. Our, our number one job is to keep our members safe. And by us keeping our doors open, that was not keeping not only our members safe, but just the community. So it was uh, it was something that had to be done. Yeah. So did you know as soon as this was going on that you would move to the virtual classes or how did you kind of think you were going to serve your members? We, while I was in Florida, um, because we had, we had people that I was, I was talking to Amanda, um, who was running the majority of our classes and then talking to some other, uh, healthcare professionals. And we, we knew there were people that did not feel comfortable coming to class. Um, so while I was in Florida, I started an at-home workout option. Uh, so through our like membership software, Wattify, you could select the normal CrossFit class um, to show you the workout. But then we had a, an additional tab that said at-home workouts. Um, so I I had from the from the get-go. Granted, at that time, I probably did not think it was going to get to this point. But we had that that offer to our members to where if they felt more comfortable doing workouts at home, uh, they could do that. It was a completely different workout from the the daily gym workout just because of the the whole equipment um, issue. But so we, we implemented that early on and we've kind of built that for sure. Now that that's our only option, um, try to get more creative with it, try to bump up our, uh, our presentation within uh, not just using the cell phone. We, we got the, the GoPro out and just trying to make it as convenient slash uh, worthwhile for our members as possible. Yeah, and realistic, right? Yeah, exactly. I, we see, so obviously I follow a lot of other CrossFit gyms and I see a lot of either affiliate owners or coaches of those gyms. Um, they're doing similar things with at-home workouts but they're doing them at the gym. And to me, that just seems very, I don't know, contradictive to the point where I want to like prove to our members that you can do these workouts at your house. Uh, yeah. I kind of made a, a funny post on if I should turn our little shed in our backyard into a, a little home gym. And I got so many messages saying like, why would you do that? You've got a gym right down the street. I haven't, personally been in that gym since we signed our equipment out to our members so like i'm not going in there i'm i'm 
I'm showing our members that you can still get those workouts in at home. So, yeah. Yeah, you're, you're a man of the people, Jay Hubble. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. Well, good. Um, I'm glad that you guys are taking those steps. You guys open back up on April 6th until further notice, or what's the we, gameplay of moving forward? You know, we haven't announced an, an official opening date because we really don't know. Uh, we're kind of just playing it day by day, week by week, uh, hoping that it it gets better rather than worse. But we're we're kind of like everyone. We're kind of in the the unknown to where we're just hanging in there and seeing what happens. So if somebody wanted to join now or see a home workout or wanted to, you, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. say somebody listens to this and they go, "Well, I'm not." <clears throat> Jeez, Louise. I'm not doing anything right. at home. How do Smoker. I get? How can how can Jay? Um, how can I be part of this CrossFit Pendleton? They're doing home sure. workouts. Yeah, I mean, so our our memberships have stayed the exact same uh, price for right now, anyway. Uh, so it's obviously not the the you're not getting necessarily the the same thing as you would get for a, a membership if we were still open. But we uh, we definitely would be open to uh, taking on people. We're trying, like I said, we're trying to get super, super creative. We've had a lot of our members reach out to us and just be appreciative for us try, trying to create this, I don't know, this, this group that is not only in this whole COVID thing together, but also has this at-home workout CrossFit um, outlet that they share together too. So we're we're trying, like I said, we're trying to get creative. We're trying to offer something kind of fun every day, every other day, uh, just to keep our our members engaged, to keep our members, um, just to make them feel like they're special and which they are to us, and kind of. Uh, extra important right now yeah absolutely well jay i think you're doing a great job um i think you're one of the best in the biz uh oh yes absolutely and i know that everybody appreciates what you guys are doing for your members so i'm I'm probably your own the only crossfit affiliate friend that you know but i will take that as a compliment i appreciate that yes you are um (laughs) the one and only jay hubble So that was our discussion today with Jay. So we were able to sit down and kind of walk through um, how the COVID-19 and coronavirus is kind of impacting him and his business. The piece that we're going to listen to next is a slightly um, more in-depth look at Jay Hubble. Um, Jay and I are really good friends, so it takes a little bit to get into the deep diving questions, but it's a very good interview. Um, We learn a lot about kind of how he got his start and how CrossFit Pendleton came to be. Okay, so let's back it up even more. Um, today, everybody, in case you haven't been able to tell or you didn't read the show notes, we have Jay Hubble, the one Jay Hubble, um, basketball star, um, <laughs> Pendleton Heights alumni, uh, not very tall for a basketball star. Easy. He's no Nick Rogers. Shut up. Um, but if we were to go back after high school, you walked away and you went where? I went down to Florida Southern College. Different than Pendleton, Indiana? Just a little bit, yeah. Lakeland, Florida. A little bit more diverse, I imagine. A little bit. Um, so how long did you play basketball there? 
I actually was down there for five years because got nope got hurt. So started my master's. Got Senior hurt. year got hurt. Graduated. Stuck around a fifth year to uh, finish off my my basketball career and then start the masters. So what was your masters in? Education. So when you went down there, was it always education? Yeah, it was just become a teacher so you could coach. That yes. was the the mindset and. Now I sit here and I'm not teaching or coaching basketball. Well, in a way, you're coaching often. Yeah, it, it definitely has translated well, but... So you went... Okay, so you graduate. Did you come immediately home and say, I want to coach here, or where did you go? I came home, and I actually... It was a thing where I kind of thought about getting into the college basketball coaching scene. I got offered from my college coach to be on staff there, and just kind of missed home in good old Pendleton, Indiana. So I decided to move back. Uh, found a teaching position, a coaching position over in Knightstown. Uh, did that for a couple of years. Then found myself uh, moving to Chicago, mm-hmm. where I then was teaching CrossFit and doing some personal training stuff. Uh, and was up there for a while. And then I. Did you coach when you were in Chicago? Coach. Not not CrossFit, coach no. uh, basketball. Nope, all CrossFit, all fitness stuff. So when did you, if we were to even go back further, when did you get into CrossFit then? So, CrossFit, I thought I knew what CrossFit was in like 2012. I, f- I found it when I got hurt. Um, 2012, I was... Yeah, yeah, I know. 14. 14, that's sad. That is sad. I'm feeling old. Mm-hmm. Uh, just found YouTube videos of people doing stupid stuff back then um, that I thought I wanted to try. So I tried it and probably wasn't doing it right. And the people in the videos weren't doing it right, which now all of that has changed completely. So 2012, um, started it. I moved back, started doing it out of my parents' basement. Finally found an affiliate where uh, over in Nupal, which was quite the hike, but there just wasn't one very close and with teaching at Night Sound, it wasn't too far to go after work. So I went there and then got certified to teach it. Uh, moved up to Chicago. Taught it up there, kind of like full-time-ish. And then Mama Hubble wanted her, uh, her oldest home. So she pretty much told my dad that we're going to find a property and we're going to build a building and we're gonna, so he can start a CrossFit here with not having one nearby, so that's what we did. Heck yeah. Yeah. Well, thank you, Mama Hubble. Mama Hubble. Uh, Shout out. Yeah, you've changed a lot of lives, Mama Hubble. So if I would... Papa Hubble, though. Yes. Got to give him credit. He yes. was the, the backbone to the, the the building process. But Ed Hubble, as um, people in town would know... Mr. Do-It-All. Yeah. Everybody knows Ed. Ed's a business owner himself. Ed's yep. been doing this Correct. stuff for a long time. He's been in... He's had his hand in multiple pots. Lots, yeah. Um, busy guy. So at least you had the background and a mentor. For sure. Maybe not a mentor in CrossFit. I don't <laughs> think I've ever seen Ed pick up a weight the whole time. I've been if you ask him, he's the strongest guy at our gym. He's never done a class, but he's the strongest guy at our gym. Um, so when did that process start? What year was that? Oh, so just the brainstorming, kind of talking it over with... Uh, 
I like to call them then my roommates, but they were my, my parents slash investors. Yes. Uh, it was like 2015, and this was just like very, very brainstorm, just talking out loud. Yeah. And then next thing you know, we're uh, talking to Doc Bagley about potentially buying some property from him. Yeah. And then we are filing some paperwork through the town trying to get a BZA trying to get approved for all that good stuff, stuff that was at the time really, really way over my head. Yeah. Um, so 2016 was that, and then 2017, we finally got up and running, summer of 2017. So I think a lot of people, especially locally, when they think of purchasing land, building a building, yeah. doing all this initial front end to even get so you didn't start the business the business didn't get operational until a year and a half after right start date for sure yeah and that is such an absolute scary big risk so scary you, you're not even there yet yeah and that's you're paying on the loan the whole time right I I look back and I was like oh my god you were kind of an idiot because you are putting up Lots of money from yourself, lots and lots of money from your parents because they believe in you, and you don't have one paying member, and you don't even have a functioning building yet. Yeah. So I look back now, I'm like, what was I thinking? Did you have a business plan? I, I Googled <laughs> what is a business plan and like put in CrossFit Pendleton where it says business name and right. came up with something. Probably didn't make a whole lot of sense, but... So um, the the thing I got written down is so when you started in 2016, I remember the reason I remember is I actually started doing CrossFit in my dad's yeah. garage. What was your original time frame from start to finish on the building versus what did you guys actually end up with? Yeah, so you know I had no idea what we were doing, and we uh, so let's say 2016. I'm gonna just throw out like December no probably would have been more like beginning of 2016 so I'm like making these social media posts oh six months cross at Pendleton like come check us out it's gonna be great it's gonna be awesome no idea I mean we need to have grass and I think we're gonna have a functioning uh what is it 7,000 square foot building built and running well take us a year and a half later and we're finally getting approved to open our doors. So, funny thing is, if you look at our logo, it says established in 2016. I made our logo before we even started the process. So that's actually false because yeah. we didn't open until 2017. Well, you started the paperwork. Kind of, yeah. So as, Built, as, as much as anybody There else were lots, yeah. lots and lots of... Unexpected delays, which now I have learned that is definitely more common than I thought at the time. It yeah. was kind of frustrating, but, you know, it, it's it's definitely one of those things where I think it happened for a reason. We yeah. weren't supposed to, because I didn't even know what I was doing a year and a half later. I definitely would have known what I was doing six months. So yeah. it, it worked out. So have you been approached by anyone who's building in town that wants advice or? Um... A few people. I think it's more just curiosity. I think a lot of times we are in a different situation for most people because 
we built brand new. A lot of people are, are coming into existing buildings, which another thing I learned, completely two different things. Um, but we have had a few questions and just dealing with the, the I've never done so much paperwork in my life. Yeah. And I learned the awesome thing of filing these permits and all this good stuff. Also, you get to pay money to have to file them. Yeah. So that's it's a bureaucracy. It's things? amazing. Yeah. It's funny how that works. Um, so yeah, we, we definitely had a few questions and good. it's kind of fun to talk about now. I used to hate so much like, oh, how close are you to get to opening? And it's the same answer. Oh, we're getting closer. We're hoping to be in such and such time and months and months and months. And we're still building framework in the bathrooms or we're still waiting for equipment to be delivered. And You're always at the mercy of somebody else. Exactly. We learned that the hard way, for sure. Which is most of owning a business. So the next question is, uh, if most people here who... <clears throat> My guests do not know a whole lot. Um, you and I found out from pretty much the underground. Uh, mm -hmm. What is CrossFit? So, and I would agree with you, a lot of people do not know unless they've came by and checked us out or tried a class. Uh, CrossFit is a, it's become a fancy word of just a, a place to go to get a, an hour workout in where you're constantly changing the movements it's going to be some cardio, it's going to be some strength stuff, it's going to be some body weight stuff, and kind of our motto that we, we take on as a business, as a CrossFit, is we're going to try to provide our members and those people with the best hour of their day. It's a place that they can come and kind of forget everything that's going on, whether it be at home, at work, all that stress, and use it to sweat, to get better not only physically but mentally and it's just it's good for your your body it's good for your your mind um we've had a lot of people who have created i would say some really really good friendships mm -hmm. even some relationships yes. like uh marriages like, like who i would take who? i'd like to take credit for um sean uh and casey would you like to take credit for my child I would too. I'm, um, so I'd, Ruby J. Ruby J. Ruby J. Yeah, I'm surprised that wasn't the middle name. Yeah, you have had a baby named after you. Yeah. Um, Zane and Becca. Folks, they so deny he it. He is such a good owner mm -hmm. that one, a baby was named after him. He became the godfather. I gave its blessing what at its baptism. What in the yep. world is in the water? Exactly. So that takes me back to another question. It's not even a question. I literally just wrote down the word cult. Wait, wait, wait. Can we talk? No. Um, speaking of the community and whatever, like, the thing that I realized about CrossFit when I first got started is it's, once it's hooked in you, yeah. it's weird. We, it's unlike anything I've ever done in my entire life um, in the sense that, and it could be an ex-competitive background. Sure. So you haven't competed because other than golf, as you know, mm -hmm. I'm not a golfer. You're good. Mm -hmm. Better. You like to golf because you're not that competitive. Yeah. But I think what draws people to CrossFit, a lot of ex-athletes, is that it's competitive in nature, but it's competitive with yourself. Yeah. Because it's very time-based. Sure. It's weight-based. It's those types of things. So it's not you against the person next to you. It's you versus you, and it's very inward. It's very self-motivating. Mm -hmm. 
It's uh, it's in black. What I wrote was cult. Cult. It's a cult, but it's a culture. What? Why do you think it creates such a cult culture? So I think cross it's weird. I think we we really like pride ourselves on. I say we like as a gym as a whole just creating a like-minded mindset to where like people are are there to get better and improve themselves and for most part i would say 90 percent 90 plus percent of our members had never done crossfit before stepping into our gym so this is like a very new a very fresh uh approach to fitness for them and we like to think that it's it's different in a way that it's fun and they look forward to, to coming back the next day. It, it might hurt while you're doing it, but it hurts in a way that it leaves you like wanting more. Um, you know, I think like back in the early CrossFit days, people saw these just ridiculous, crazy uh, videos on ESPN of these CrossFit and I'm putting up finger quotation gains athletes, which is not it, 99.9999% of the CrossFit community is not that. It's not people throwing a crazy amount of weight over their head. It's not people like looking as if they just ate a whole steak and have been doing bicep curls for 20 hours straight. It's yeah. like it's your stay-at-home mom that wants to lose a few lbs and get stronger it's your uh we got a couple of high school kids that want to become better athletes yeah. my mom she goes to every noon class and she just wants to sweat like it's it's programmed in a way that it is truly for any type of per person no matter what your age is your fitness level and that's a a pretty common misconception that people don't really understand until they uh Till they give it a try. I'll really quick use an example of one of our members because it just happened yesterday. Jim Blackwell, very well-known member of the, the community. He, uh, I would say, he's been coming close to a year, yeah. him and his wife Pam, and awesome people, love them to death. They're part of our 5.30 a.m. crew. He first came to me and he's like, yeah, I've had two knee replacements, so doing any type of squatting, even an air squat, probably isn't going to happen. And I, I told him like that's completely fine. Like we'll we'll work with you. We'll come up with different movements to to help you be able to still get a good workout in. Well, two days ago, he comes up to me and he's like, Jay, I gotta tell you, I, I back squatted two hundred and seventy five pounds, which two hundred and seventy five pounds is a shitload of weight. Like that's a good amount of weight. He's like, I I hit great depth. My knee has never felt so great in my life. And he's like, I never ever ever imagine that happening and i'm like jim like that gives me goosebumps to hear and we get we get stories like that and it's it's very promising it, it just kind of i don't know it's just it's just what we it's the message we want to relay to people that it really is for everyone and yeah. if you can just give it a give it a try and yeah. And change your mind. Well, it varies by degree, not by kind. Exactly. Right? That's yep. a great old Greg Glassman once said. Greg Glassman. Um, I, I think that's a beautiful thing, and it takes really teachable people. For sure. My biggest thing is when I got started. Drop the ego at the door. Boom. I walked in. 
I didn't have an ego in the sense that I not in a bad yeah. I wanted to better myself and like I got frustrated with myself. Sure. And typically Why? ego is a very negative term and that's not even what I'm trying to yeah. say right now. No. But it is it is very humbling. It's it, a humbling. You thing can too. you can grow as a a CrossFit athlete if you do allow yourself to start at humbling like the foundations and yeah. just you'll you'll take any risk of injury out of the way and then you'll just develop those those skills and techniques of all the movements and you'll be a well polished we like to call athletes yes absolutely so do you um the, the one quote that i've heard is i'm racking my brain um it's small but it's in there somewhere okay um your brain or the quote nope the quote's large the brain's small okay um so if I'm in my brain and I'm searching for words, yeah, I just if I keep talking out loud, eventually the right ones we'll should come out. Um, making everyday people better at life, making yeah. people better at life, making exactly. having the availability we, to go in for an hour and get better at life because these things that this these help people play with their kids better. This helps sure. people do all sorts of things. We we talk about it all the time. We uh, as cliche as it sounds, we talk about functional fitness. Um, we had a, a member who came to us, she was probably in her 50s, maybe late 40s, and she was saying she was overweight, and she felt horrible just getting out of bed, and it's just little things. She's now been with us for a year and a half, and things like now that she, she chooses to take the stairs, for instance, yeah. because one, she can, she can physically walk upstairs, and two, she knows by doing that, she's just bettering herself. So, yeah, you're only with us for maybe an hour a day, but we do like to think that it, it translates over. We talk about, you mentioned playing with your kids, but just picking up your baby, as you probably know. Yeah. How many times when you're watching Ruby do you pick up a baby? And you're a, a young buck. Mm-hmm. Like, think about uh, someone trying to pick up their grandkid. Like, that yeah. takes some mobility. It takes some strength. Well, we're, and it might be super lightweight, we're doing deadlifts once a week. We're doing different type of dumbbell movements. We're doing bodyweight stuff to make those things outside of the gym easier. Yeah, absolutely. And um, I, I think that's such a draw that, you know, it's hard to go to the gym. Yeah. Um, that's why I think... What CrossFit does is it it creates accountability for you sure. Call it, um, Such a good or what? Part of our family, a part no, of our front end. What what class time is it? Five thirty. What do you call that? They're they're a group. They're, they're your yeah the five thirty amers for sure. Those they're rare breed yeah yeah but they hold each other accountable. Definitely if and you hear it and I love I love hearing it. But you'll hear them saying a very like, "Oh, where were you?" No triple. Yeah, they're family. It's 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 good accountability. I'm here. You at know, five thirty in the morning. Yeah, you, and that's just something that whether you go to a, a gym, and I am one to never like. I'm all for any type of fitness, any type of thing to get your heart rate and moving. Like, go do that. Yeah. But it, it does, it does make it a little more challenging if. You're depending on yourself to have to motivate yourself to go run on that treadmill or go into your basement and lift some weights. When you have 
and those people become friends and you look forward to not only working out with them but yeah. communicating with them socializing throughout the class yeah life's a lot easier with direction and life's a lot easier to have friends too. yeah show up we tell you exactly what to do and how not to hurt yourself doing it which is important For um sure. so if you look at it name a sports team that doesn't have a coach imagine sending out five guys to go play basketball yeah well it's kind of the nba I would say that's LeBron. He's never had a coach coach in his life. He's He's been his own coach. But player coach. He's um, Will Ferrell from that one movie. Ooh, semi-pro. Yeah. Um, Jackie Moon. Jackie Moon. Yeah. So you don't see teams without coaches. You don't see businesses without direction. Sure. Um, At the end of the day, not only are you taking a place as a leader, in, in, in a sense, these people... But you're also a business owner, which is completely two things on top of one. It's easy to coach. I'm a coach. Yeah. I'm dumb. And <laughs> imagine like trying to keep the lights open so these people can still do what they need to do. Talk about what it's like to be now a full-time business owner versus when you started, you were a full-time teacher and a full-time business owner. Yeah. Those were that was a crazy year, so I would teach our 5.30 a.m. class, go teach school, and then come back and teach the evening classes. Luckily, another shout-out, we had a, or have, because she still is killing it. She's about to teach a class in 25 minutes, but we had Amanda, who all the CrossFit Pendleton members know and love. She uh, helped out a bunch. My wife, Sarah, was and is amazing when it comes to the gym so the the support system around definitely made it so much easier um but yeah it was i look back now and think like when did i sleep like when did i work out when did i do all these things and you just you just do it you don't think about it you know like you have to do it and wake up go to work exactly and now you look put your hard hat on Two and a half years later. Yeah. And you were able to step away from teaching. Yeah. I now have hair down business. to my shoulders. I wear fitness clothes 90% of the time. And yeah, I'm a part-time nanny. How's that work out? It's, what, what a gig. I, I love it. Absolutely. Life is good. So, is it everything you thought it would be? Stepping away from school? Ooh. Stepping away from teaching? No. Coaching? No. I was like, oh, I'm going to start a CrossFit. I'm going to work out four hours a day. I'm going to get so fit, and then I'll just coach some classes and make a lot of money. I now just coach a lot of classes. None of those things have actually happened yet. Well, didn't you just uh, get an invitation? We did. I Yeah. You're part of the team. Are you a master's athlete? I'm not that old. How old are you? I'm the dirty 30. Master athletes do not start until 35. So, I'm not quite there yet. So, you're not quite there yet? Yes, we're going to Wadapalooza. What is Wadapalooza? Wadapalooza is a fitness festival down in Miami, South Beach. Yeah. Myself, my good buddy and training partner, Jake Julian, and then we have two other girls from different gyms. Yeah. We will travel down there and, and compete. So, I'm not completely washed up yet, but... I'm not this full-time athlete like I just dreamed of when I thought about just 
run in the gym. But, I mean... I'm more of a full-time janitor. Yeah, that's what got you started. Yeah, for sure. It It's crazy how mindsets can change in just a couple of years. Personal growth. Boom. Look at you, personal I know. Growth. And looking back at now, the struggle of trying to get open, the struggle of working two jobs to do it, yeah, to where you are today, um, what is your long-term goal? I mean, what, what's the, what is this? So long-term goal, I'd say, is just continue building the brand. Uh, we also have half of our facility um, includes batting cages for baseball and softball teams so yeah, we got that right going next to the Pendleton, correct um, batting cages. yeah and first of the year is a busy time for us because we have teams that come in and they do practice on our side and then they come to me for some speed and agility stuff so it's kind of fun i still get to coach up some athletes that have kind of a purpose in training they're trying to get stronger and faster for their sport yeah um so yeah just continuing to build that up i joke all the time i wish i would have known we were gonna have this many members it's a good problem to have but we would have built an even bigger building because sometimes it can get kind of crowded well you know it's definitely not out of the picture we've got quite a bit of land that is being unused that we could potentially add on to uh probably should pay all the other stuff off first which is still a working process, but three years in, I mean, nobody expects you to do it all. Yeah, it's good. We are on track. It's been about, all right, what can I do inside these four walls to stay in business, business, keep the lights on and keep people happy. Uh, one thing that's been huge for us and is free is just word of mouth. So having members that come and see what it really is like and going and telling their sister going and telling their husband, their friends, and then they try to work it out and they see it. And that's that's been huge for us. But if we could at some point get kind of more involved within the community where people are seeing it by just walking by rather than having to come up come to us, yeah. that would be huge. That would be great yeah. for sure. And you have one heck of a marketing what what an opportunity to showcase now that you have the outdoor set. Outdoor setup sweet. So if you drive by, we have a we poured a, a big concrete slab. This was one because of having limited well not limited space, but just having bigger classes, so opening up some more floor space outside. Yeah. And then we put up a pull up rig outside that we utilize, obviously not right now because of the weather, but summertime, springtime, fall time, we uh, go out there and half of the classes out there taking in some vitamin D yeah. um, while the other half is inside. So it's, it's fun. we got a big garage door, just a big party. Yeah, it's the coolest thing. Yeah. Um, so what are some of your biggest wins okay. and losses since you've started your hmm. business? Biggest wins and losses. So obviously a huge win is still being in business. That is a huge win. You know, I, I mean, most small businesses don't make it past. We laughed. We're like, all right, well, if this doesn't work out, my dad owns storage buildings in Anderson. Maybe we can. Everyone always needs storage. We can turn it into something. Or my parents would have to live out of the building because they invested their life in me. Yeah. No pressure. None. Um, so yeah, my parents still having their house is a is a huge. big win. Yeah. Um, 
And then I think for me, a big win is just like seeing seeing the growth in our members that have been there for long term. You know, like I mentioned the Jim Blackwell story. Like those, as cliche as it sounds, like those fire me up to like want to wake up and coach because it it can get repetitive. You coach the same class from five thirty a.m. till seven thirty p.m. and you you can get kind of repetitive where you're like, all right, this is another class. But when I hear those things of like growth and people seeing the progress and feeling the progress like that, that gets me going. So those those are small wins that are more like individualized throughout our gym yeah. that I personally love hearing. Um, that's what you got into it for. That's the reason you wanted to be yeah. a coach when you went to school. It's true, yeah. It's You wanted to grow human beings. It's right. And it's the hardest thing in life to do. Definitely. Especially, I mean, I would say, I hate throwing just percentages out, but I'd say like 90% of our members are older than me. So it it's, can kind of, you know, having someone younger than you telling you what to do, telling you what, how to improve something, sometimes people can take in a wrong way. And our members are amazing to where they are. They come with an open mindset. They're... They're very humble. They're looking to to learn and grow, and it makes my job easy. So that was our episode with Jay Hubble. Um, I cut it short. I cut things and moved things around to kind of make everything kind of sound like it was all supposed to. Audio is not fantastic. Jay sounds great as always. If you guys have any uh, questions about CrossFit Pendleton, look them up online. You can find them on Google. You can find them on Facebook, Jay Hubble. He's an awesome dude. Um, but I appreciate you guys listening today. And if you have any needs for anything during this um, this uh, coronavirus pandemic, feel free to reach out to us. We'd be happy to help. Thanks. Thank you, guys. Thank you, guys. Thank you.